Growing up with a cane pole in his hand Like a pool of dreams sitting down by the street That leads him to the corpus play Give him a shotgun to please his mind Give them quail a few reasons to fly Living in the city just ain't for me I wanna go back to the country Take me to Texas I wanna go down that open road And Take me to Texas I wanna see how far this country goes And Take me to Texas I wanna go down that open road And Take me to Texas I wanna see how far this country goes up your coffee cup, put the dog on the porch, and turn up your radio. This is the Outdoor Zone with TJ and Cody Ryan, live from the bunkhouse. There's a place up ahead and I'm going, just as fast as my feet can fly. Come away, come away. All right. Welcome back, Regulators. Second hour of the Outdoor Zone, live in the bunkhouse. I'm TJ Granny. That's Cody Ryan. Hello, America. Beefsteak's in the house. <laughs> get oh, out of here. Yeah. Road Rash is the ranch hand that gets here early, makes sure the gate gets open, the old pot belly go, stove gets fired up, and uh, screws get put in the screen door and make sure it stays on. Screen door's wide open today. Got it propped open. Just let some beautiful of that air day. in. Woo! Lord, it's a beautiful day here in Lone Star State. One Lone thing, Star Capital. One thing you do not want to overlook is your right to own a firearm. And the place we shop is McBride's Guns. McBride's Guns, they're the ones we trust with our constitutional rights. McBride's Guns been family-owned and operated local full-service firearm dealer. You need one repaired, you need one fixed, they can do it all right there in shop. You want special ammunition or a, a, a special firearm itself? Go see your friends at McBride's Guns. You'll find them in the same place they've been for years, right there at the corner of 30th and Lamar. You can call them 512-472-3532 or check them out online, McBride'sGuns.com. McBride's Guns, yeah, they're our hometown gun shop. All right. Hey, and uh, shout out to uh, your bride, Beef. Oh, how do you like these almond wheat uh, biscuit? I don't know what they are, but it's almost like that cornbread cake she makes for me so uh, special like yeah well which i haven't had in a very long time everybody's super su- they're enjoying it which this would be morning. really nice one morning some nice warm cody you want one to make a little bacon you can make her you know say oh this is so wonderful look he's gonna try one so georgia gonna, georgia granny's I'm listening too. shout out to her shout out to all steak. our uh our virginia buddies listening hey uh, so one of the conversations hot topics right now is after the freeze i had a conversation with the buddy last night who we talked about his uh his ranch and all the animals that they lost on his ranch and Mm. you got some people that lost some animals some people that didn't but one of the things that's come up now is the conversations about the um the coast and you know we we're we love our Texas coast and we love trout fishing and redfish. And man, it's just that season where you just, it just, you just want to be down there every day. And, uh, coming off of spring break too, right? 
Yeah, and spring break was probably just crazy down there. But they got some numbers. I got uh, I found the information from Texas Parks and Wildlife to put some numbers together. I want to go over this, and, and uh, we want to have a little conversation. Uh, numbers compiled by Texas Parks and Wildlife Coastal Fishery staff estimated 3.8 million fish were impacted coastwide, consisting of at least 61 species. Important game species amounted to accounted for 9% of the total estimated kill, including spotted sea trout, black drum, sheep's head, sand sea trout, red drum, gray snapper, and red snapper. The other 91% involved forage species upon which game fish feed. According to Texas Parks and Wildlife, based on past freezing weather that killed a multitude of fish on the coast, this one ranks as deadly as any Texas Parks and Wildlife Executive Director Carter Smith said, while some areas of the coast and some species of fish were clearly impacted more than others, overall, this is the worst freeze-related coastal fish kill we've experienced since the 1980s. Practicing catch and release and or keeping fewer fish to take home in areas like the Laguna Madre will give us that many more fish to rebuild from as we augment populations through our hatchery efforts. And we are carefully evaluating what regulation changes may be needed to foster a quicker recovery for our bays. Um, a big chunk of that was a press release from Chuck Nazer, the president of Flatsworthy out of Rockport. Um, and so, and I got the press release and I'd, and I'd heard about the fish kill. I'd seen some of the stuff Parks and Wildlife was putting out. And, you know, I thought we would just call our, uh, coast guide down there in the Rockport area, uh, Captain Gordon Taylor. We would just call him. He spends every day on the water or not every day on the water, but he spends a lot of time on the water. He was there. He's seen it. He went out right after the freeze and uh, so we got Captain Gordon on the phone with us and just want to say, Captain Gordon, good morning. Good morning, guys. You guys doing all right today? It's yeah. a beautiful day here. I don't know what it's like there. You got wind there or is it nice? Uh, it's beautiful. Light winds for a change. Thank God they're not cranking like they have been. <laughs> it just laid down and we got a real light wind this morning. I'd love to be out there this morning if I could. Well, uh, and... Should be, I would imagine that today the ferry will be backed up as people exit the island and and e- exit the area after spring break. Break is it about? Was it was it crazy down there for spring break and and oh, every? Yes. It, oh, it's been it's been cuckoo. Everybody's been down here on vacation. Of course, you know usually during spring break you get nothing but nasty weather, but it's just been absolutely beautiful and everybody's everybody's come down here everybody's on the beach they're packing the stores um it sure has helped out the rockport community it is crazy busy well to go from the hurricane to the freeze to (laughs) everything that you guys have put in there i just uh i love that that rockport's getting a shot in the arm um people are out people are getting out they're spending money they're they're renting places they're going fishing and so what did you see so you went out after the freeze what did you see while you were out what did you see out there in the rockport and in in that area what was your experience after the freeze well most of the fish that i saw dead were bait fish some of the weaker fish whether it was perch there was skipjack there was tons of mullet and 
species like that. Now, I did see some trout mixed in, drum, redfish. I saw some of those species, too. There were some pretty big trout that got caught, too, just as well as the redfish and drum. Um, yeah, there was that was pretty good fish killed. But, you know, I've heard the numbers that you said, and from my past experience, I went through 83, I went through 89, all, all of those freezes. 83 to me was by far the worst one that I saw. Oh, three so, times as many, three times as many fish. Uh-huh. And that's when the bays actually froze. There was ice floating in the bays in 83. Yeah. That's how crazy that one was. Yeah. No doubt. Well, and, and if you take, you know, and what they're saying now, and one of the things that, that I really wanted your input on is, so if I hire a guide, if I come there and fish with Captain Gordon Taylor, I want to bring back some fish to put in my freezer. And there was a couple of things that you talked about yesterday when we were uh, talking about having you on the show and what we were going to, you know, about getting some clarity on this. Um, one was, first of all, reading this, 9%, 9%, which is 9% of the total fish killed, it included the trout and the black drum, sheep's head, whatever. So if you take a percentage of that 9%, so maybe 2% were trout, you know, maybe 1.5% were trout that died. And and you're saying that, um, and, you know, they're talking about, well, we're not going to have any fishing tournaments. We, you know, catch and release only for people. And they're really looking at the, what the options are. And, uh, and you had some cool comments. You were talking about how, you know, some people took advantage of the fish when it was right after the freeze. And, um, and you had some thoughts too, but I mean, you're down there, you make a living with this. What are, where are you at with that? And I I thought it was interesting that the snowbirds just slammed them when they were in those pockets that you were telling me about. Oh, they were, they were getting out there. And of course, they were following the rules and regulations of Texas Parks and Wildlife. And but boy, every day, every morning, they were in buying shrimp and getting out there. And they were just loading their freezers up, which I wish they wouldn't have. That's, you know, what I'm trying to promote, just like Chuck is also, is, you know, try to catch and release, try to help out the fishery and everything like that. But then again, you got to stop and think about the guy, too, that that's their livelihood. Somebody pays money to go out and catch fish, and they want to take fish home. Uh, there's really nothing you can do. You can just have a conversation like what we're having to, you know, try to take back what's reasonable. I mean, we can all go fill up limits of red, limits of trout, limit of sheep's head, but are you really going to eat that much fish? And, of course, you can freeze it, you know, no doubt. But um, just a little bit of common sense right now just to help the fishery. And I've got clients that, Right after the freeze, too, we were just doing catch and release, catch and release, taking plenty of pictures for them to take home, you know, for memories also. But then again, I have some people who do want to take fish home, and, you know, I talk to them, and the majority of the people that I have in my boat are taking just what they're going to have for dinner, a couple of trout, a red, whatever, for a couple to eat that night, and putting back in the fishery, which I was really proud of those people for, doing that but then again you have people who want to go and have a you know meat haul out there and catch what they can because my opinion is texas parks and wildlife if they want to do something about this they need to set some regulations so we have 
more power to say something, like lower the trout to less than 20 inches for a while. How about lower the bag limit? I don't know, but here I am opening up a can of worms. Somebody's probably going to be mad at me because of what my beliefs are. You know, this is a no-win situation on this whole conversation, you know? Well, now, I mean, Parks and Wildlife took it from 15 fish to 10 not long ago, and the populations are back up, really healthy populations. And and you're talking about, in trout, you're talking about just 2%. And and, and then the flip side of that is, well, it's not just the trout, but it's all the forage. It's all the forage fish, the small fish that they got to eat. Those are the ones that died, so now they don't have stuff to eat. And, I mean, there's a whole bunch to talk about. but, um, But you also get a lot of people, I mean, there are some people that get get a little bit far, in my opinion, to the to the other side just as well on you know conservation conversation and uh-huh. you know what they believe to be the uh, way. So yeah, you're you're in a you're in a tough spot. But as a guide, you know somebody wants to go out and keep their fish, you can say, hey, you know I'm recommending we put some back. But um, but it's up to you, and that's really. I mean, where else do you go with that? You you could turn them down. You could not pay your electric bill that month, <laughs> right? Yeah, you know, I mean, really. Yeah, that, yeah, that's not an option for some of the guys who. That's right. Know, that, that is that is our sole livelihood, and then you then you get on another subject. Uh, do we cancel all the fishing tournaments for two years? That. Uh, most of these tournaments are for benefits, real good benefits, you know, whether it's even CCA trying to promote back and, you know, it's just, it's a no-win situation, whatever road you go down in this conversation. It's probably the toughest subject I've ever had to talk to you on the radio, TJ. Well, and I, and I knew we needed to talk about it and put it out there. I don't believe canceling all the tournaments. Uh, if you want to do, there's plenty of bass tournaments. Where Aren't catch they catch and, and release anyways? There's catch the and release. No, they're no. typically not. But oh. there are catch and release tournaments that happen on bass tournament trail. They do it every day. They know how to do it. Take that model. If you want to just flip it over, do a measure and a way and throw them back. Measure and a way, throw them back. It, it, ain't, it ain't rocket science. Measuring away, right. throwing back. Right. But you still also have the people who, you know, if you have a trout tournament and one of them gets, you know, caught in the throat and it kills it, you decimated it by having a tournament. You know, you, you, you can you can have a big conversation about this. I guarantee it, TJ. Yeah. And uh, But I, I agree with what you're saying. That catch and release, Tom Nitsch years ago threw out uh, who did the saltwater angler. Yep. Yep, he, I remember. He put out. He wanted to have a catch and relief, uh, release tournament for the trout. Bring them in, and then they have to be alive. They get put in a tank and back in the water. And everybody thought that guy was crazy, and he made it work. He really made it work. And that's the kind of uh, pioneers out there that we need thinking with thoughts like that. Well, it's doable because the bass. The uh, bass fishermen have proven that to be a model. I know it's a different species. I know it takes some different, but but the technology, the brains are there. Oh my goodness gracious! We've got the we've got the parks and wildlife staff. We've got the gear. We got the equipment. 
Um, it just it's going to take a it's going to take some more work. But you know, in these times, right, Gordon? Uh, in these times, is when innovation comes forward, and and we can improve it. But we don't have to shut everything down. In my opinion, you don't have to shut everything down to get there. You just have to be willing to to look at different options and to make some changes and go forward. And as a guide, you know, you're doing it the way I I think a guide should do it right now is, hey, we'd like to practice catch and release. Um, We're trying to do that with the – and you've got all the information. You give them your spiel. And and then some people are going to want to keep them. Some people keep three of them. Some people catch them release. You'll take a bunch of pictures with their phone and and they'll be laughing and having a great time when they hit the restaurant that night. So, oh, oh yes, I agree. I wholeheartedly agree. And and I tell you, all of my groups so far have just been that way. They've been absolutely great with the thought and trying to give back. Because I tell them, you want to come back and catch again, don't you? And they get it. I'm very fortunate the people that I have get it. So it, it's it's a pleasure. Well, Captain Gordon Taylor, if somebody wants to come down there and experience this incredible Texas coastline with a with a guide that uh, we trust and and uh, that has just been proven to be a a, a guy who understands his water and uh, and he'll put you on some fish. Oh, I know that. Go My see kids know all about that. Go see Captain Gordon Taylor. How do they get in touch with you? I'll tell them to give me a call, 361-319-0099. All right, we'll post that on our Facebook page. Captain Gordon Taylor, thank you very much. Keep us posted. Anything that we can do uh, or anything that you hear, make sure you shoot me some information. Oh, I will do it, TJ. And you still need to get down here. I tell you that every time I get off the phone. (laughs) I tell him that, too. I tell him that, brother. I'm coming, man. I'm coming. Yeah, thank you, Captain Gordon Taylor. God bless you, brother. All right. Take care. Nile Maxwell Supercenter. Let the celebration begin at the Nile Maxwell Supercenter. For 80 years, Jeeps have offered their dominating features of off-road and on-road excellence. And for over 37 years, Nile Maxwell has given you the lowest prices on every new Jeep. And during the Jeep celebration event, they're even lower. Now the other guys are going to promise you low prices, but we're going to give you thousands in year-end savings along with Nile Maxwell's personal promise to beat any competitor's price in Central Texas. The savings and selections are here at the number one Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram dealer in Austin. Come save thousands at the Nile Maxwell Supercenter. Now at 620 and 183 in Austin, see all the savings online at Nile Maxwell Supercenter. Peter Report up next. You don't want to miss it. It is the number one outdoor radio show in Texas. Live right here. It catches 24-7-365 at theoutdoorzone.com. This is T-Roy Bruce Orr, listening to the Outdoor Zone. Call me redneck, white trash, and blue collar. That's my HOA right there. But I could change all that if I had a couple million what? dollars. Redneck, white trash. That is so not your HOA. No. That's what they call me. 
Yeah, I can see that. And guy lives in the corner over there, sitting in the back, smoking a cigar in a hot tub, <laughs> overlooking the Woo! green belt. Hey, whether you're an avid bow hunter chasing elk, whitetail bear, game around the world, archery country is the place to get all your gear. One of the fastest-growing sports in the country is archery, and archery country uh, is Central Texas' only true archery shop. Hey, you know, uh, hunting is not the only thing really popular in archery right now there's a lot of traditional bows being bought and people just shooting for recreation how they're doing i mean just tons of it going on so if you're interested in archery the only true archery shop you need to go to is the only one in central texas is archery country if you're looking for uh, all the gear targets arrows and accessories you could ever need on site and available right there for professional installation every day archery country is austin's only full-size range need a crossbow been thinking about a crossbow they got them all the best brands 8121 research boulevard in austin texas austinarcherycountry.com austinarcherycountry.com now it's time for this week's peter report They are anti-hunting, anti-fishing, anti-meat, anti-you and your family's outdoor heritage. It's time for the Outdoor Zone's PETA Report, because we love animals too. They taste great. People for the Ethical Treatment of Animals, better known as PETA, was mocked on social media for a tweet they argued calling someone names like a pig or a chicken or a snake is hurtful to the animals themselves words can create a more inclusive word world or perpetuate oppression the animal rights organization (laughs) wrote tuesday in a tweet that pinned to its page calling someone an animal is an insult that reinforces the myth that humans are superior to other animals and justified in violating them stand up for justice by rejecting supremacist language we talked about this oh my gosh last week or the week before when they first put this tweet up but now we're starting to see some of the backlash that they're getting from it and some of the responses that people put on their twitter and on their social media and i just thought it was these people are just hitting on all cylinders here a chart in the tweet showed examples of animal related insults that felt they that they felt were harmful and inaccurate it included chicken for a coward rat for a snitch snake for a jerk pig for someone who is repulsive and sloth for a lazy person they all make perfect sense to me. People also urged, PETA also urged its followers to consider, in general, not insulting anyone, human or animal. <laughs> You're insulting me by putting this piece out there. After that, I the insults came speak. quickly. One Twitter commenter wrote, animals aren't oppressed by those words because they don't understand our language right. and have no concept of words and their meaning. That's not true. They can feel it. Another told PETA, six years vegan, please stop making us look ridiculous. Well, they are absolutely <laughs> doing that. Yes. Uh, yes, you are ridiculous. Sloths were liter- literally named after the concept of sloth. Can you get off this S, please? Another Twitter user noted. Some comments dusted off their pun skills. People at Peter are definitely bat S crazy, one person tweeted. 
And then despite the jokes, people PETA's social media team continued to engage with its commenters. That's where the problem happens. Oh, they just can't let Dude, go of you it. You got to let hey, it go. If you want to get... Let it go. Let let's it go. Get, let's get woke to this. All no, right? I'm not woke to anything. I woke at 5 a.m. Get woke to this. <laughs> Sun Auto Service, family-owned and op- operated auto and repair maintenance company. For all your warranty needs, Sun Automotive can help. Each and every person at Sun Automotive works hard to demonstrate they take pride in what they do. When it comes to your auto repair and maintenance needs, brake repair, transmission, Sun Auto Service is there to help. Follow them on Facebook for great maintenance tips and specials. they got locations all around Central Texas, 405 West Slaughter Lane, 1300 Medical Parkway, Cedar Park, 1403 River Boulevard in Georgetown, Lakeway, 1206 Ranch Road, 620. Just go to sunautoservice.com for all the details. Let's talk about some guns and blasting some crap. You know what I'm talking about? We'll Woo! do that up next. It's the Armed Citizens Report live right here, 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com. It's here, the Honda Dream Garage spring event you've been waiting for is here at your Central Texas Honda dealers. Fall in love with a new Honda during the Honda Dream spring event. Solve your Honda envy and fall in love with your Honda during the Honda Dream Garage spring event. See your Central Texas Honda dealers first. Texas Honda, Howdy Honda, Round Rock Honda, and Honda Sound Marcos. Or just go online to Central Texas, HondaDealers.com. This is Michael Waddell with The Bone Collector, and you're listening to TJ, Cody Ryan, and Beefsteak on the number one outdoor radio show, The Outdoor Zone. Welcome back, regulators. Thank you for being tuned in to the number one outdoor show on radio, The Outdoor Zone. Find us 24-7, 365 on your favorite podcast platform. Hey, don't forget our friends over at Shore Raw Barn Grill are serving up fresh seafood, coastal coastal cuisine from Texas, Louisiana, and Mexico every day, every night. Man, there's no better time to go sit on their patio than right now. We're what going. What a gorgeous Saturday All with right. the Petries. Man, it dishes. is absolutely a beautiful time to be going. Fantastic pet-friendly patio, killer brunch. They have uh, handmade desserts. They have handmade breads. Their fish is brought in fresh every week. Their steaks are to die for. Rick Wahlberg and Jim Snyder invite you to join them at Short Raw Barn Grill, located Highway 71 West at Covered Bridges, west of the Y and Oak Hill. The Short Raw Barn Grill, shoreatx.com for details. Shoreatx.com for details. Short Raw Barn Grill, go get you some. Now it's time for this week's Armed Citizens Report. Today, legal firearm owners are protecting themselves and their families across the nation. These acts of courage and valor are seldom reported throughout the liberal media. The Outdoor Zone wants you to know the truth. This is the Armed Citizens Report for the week. So, you're dropping in Chick-fil-A for lunch one day, and all you're thinking about is those... Waffle fries. Except for on Sunday. A little bit of salt, some ketchup. Extra crispy. 
Oh, you got to mm-hmm. get them to double cook. Lemonade, you're about to enjoy. An armed citizen thwarted a robbery at a Chick-fil-A restaurant in Atlanta, Georgia, on the afternoon of March 9th. The incident occurred around 3 p.m. that Tuesday when a man entered the restaurant with a gun drawn, demanding cash from the workers. Several bystanders who witnessed a robbery attempted to stop him. One of the bystanders was an armed citizen who engaged the armed robber. The armed citizen drew a handgun and fired two shots at the armed robber and held him at gunpoint until Atlanta police arrived at the scene. The 23-year-old suspect was taken into custody and charged with armed robbery, aggravated assault, possession of a firearm during commission of a felony. No charges expected against the armed citizen. I got my fanny pack on today, by the way. You don't know when these guys are going to come in, when they're going to walk up to you. I, I I mean, people will walk, like, forget something in their car at night. They'll go out to their car at night and get confronted right there. Yeah. It happens. So you're on your evening walk with your dog. The weather is warmer. Winter's over. And you're just relaxing, walking your dog down your little street. A 60-year-old, 69-year-old man in Beverly, Illinois, defended himself with his licensed concealed carry handgun when a group of teenagers attempted to rob him on March 9th. The incident happened around 10.35 p.m. that evening when a group of three teenagers in a stolen car exited the vehicle and approached the man. The youth threatened the man and demanded him to hand over his belongings. Instead of complying with their demands, the man instead drew his concealed carry gun and fired at the would-be robbers. One of the young robbers was struck in the kneecap with the three running back to their stolen car and fleeing, the youths made it a short distance before they crashed the stolen car down the road. All three attempted to flee the crash, but were caught by Chicago police a short time later. So how long do you think it took him to get that concealed carry in Illinois? Just well, outside I, of the Chicago is, area. But the I know. See, that's the irony of this, right? That, that, is, that, that is concealed carry classic that it's best right there. at its finest right yep. there i mean i i've walked up and down my little dead end street i don't know how many times <clears throat> and uh it's only been as of recent that we've had strangers on that street but it's it could happen anytime you're just walking your dog so not only being prepared for that but i I think you have to be mentally prepared for it also. And I've kind of had, I even had a weird dream about this too, where I had to make a decision on what to do in a situation like that. And, it's weird. Uh, I had a dream like that not we, long ago. Together. We had, was I in it? You no, were in No, actually, my, TJ was in it. Not me? No. And we were at school. Dang it. For some reason. <laughs> we were at school. You going, were taking him to school. We were going back to He's second grade together. Me and my dad. Oh. Went back to school together. Wow, we better get deep into this. That sounds one. like a book. Me and my dad we went go. to school Me and together. My dad. Concealed carry together. <laughs> <laughs> but I, Me I'm, and my dad carrying together. But what I'm saying is, you kind of need to. That dream really woke me up uh, to the fact that you got to make kind of make a decision on what you're going to do in a situation like that right there. I mean, you have to be like it's an involuntary response to 
pull that and to do something. Because in the moment, it's not the easiest thing to do. No, I thought about it. And you have to make a decision ahead of time and say, I've already decided that defending my family and my property is the most important thing. People are coming into my circle of concern, and so that kind of takes their, their rights away. Well, and that and I need it to doesn't kind of it absolutely takes their rights well, away. Well, I'm trying to be nice about so it. So the but uh, like I don't want to be a demanding person on that you know? uh, on that uh, church shooting that happened, um, where the guy one of the guys in the church that was killed, or the guy in the church that was killed, was reaching behind him trying to pull out his concealed carry, mm-hmm. and. And that is another consideration is where you carry and how you carry to be able to quickly prepare your, you you know, to quickly get to your carry. And what does that look like? And if it's just, if you just tucked it in and you're not, you haven't prepared or you haven't thought through that, you know, I think that that matters. So anyway, you were talking about the, oh, I'm sorry to interrupt your thought. Go ahead. No, I was just going to go on to something else. But Well, you know that uh, that gun that you were drooling over the other last week? Uh-huh. Um, you ordered it for me? No, I didn't, but my Ruger has got the exact same Security 9 that is in that same format. It's only, you know, four, Still four and a half Still have that same look to it? Exact same look, and it's really cool. It has the the trigger with the uh, easy pull on it, you know? Are you going to buy um, it for him for his birthday? I'm just getting him revved up about it here, and it holds 10, or you can put an extended mag, mag for 12. See, I like that extended mag. Remember I was telling you, I said I like that little extra finger area. A little area. something on the pinky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Panky, little pinker. It's bigger than pinker. a sub. These are subcompact that we carry, and they're just slightly bigger so that the grip is better, a little bit longer, easier to handle, but not a full-size target. So... I'm liking, I mean, now uh, SIG has got them out, and Walther, you know, I think you were looking at yeah, that one. Yeah, it was Walther. And, uh, and uh, of course, Ruger, which is American-made. We always like that. They're made in Arizona, so we uh, we really enjoy Ruger firearms, right? Yes. And so, anyways, I just, go and look at that one. It's really cool. It, the market is, uh, a new opening has come up in the market. That's beautiful. Place for a carry. Well, what else you guys got going on? <laughs> I mean, wow. We could stay on this topic forever, and it's just again. I think you have to practice. So I'm good. You know, another whole, thing is that you should even even though uh, gas, you can't find gas hardly at all. Right? You can't find ammo. Gas. You know, gasoline. There was a there there while you were away. On I your can little find trip. gasoline. Not o- not around here. Not around Austin. Well, that's I don't. That's why I don't live here. <laughs> okay. So, uh, but hey, even I, though ammo is a little shortage, go practice. Get good. We got the we got the uh, the language on the ballot to get rid of the public camping. camping. Uh huh. And so, um, in we've the seen, city of Austin, in the city of Austin, we've seen a spike in uh theft and vandalism you in think our, in our Hello. area in our area so it's a, it's a highly 
And if you haven't noticed, but it's me knocking. But it's we common had, sense. The, I'm out the door. But we had to. We had to. Uh, we had to sue the we had to sue the city of Austin to get the language put in there where it read correctly. They the city of Austin. I know it was, was if you would not are, like them to if but can't. Yeah, no. they do that. And I'm like, why are you so? I mean, we have the most crazy. Uh, we got one person on the on the city council that's got some common sense and the rest of them are absolute my, fruit cakes. My wife was watching, we were watching Bosch which is a kind of a prime cool, um, you know binge worthy thing and it was in downtown LA and he's a detective and she goes, hey look man, it looks just like Austin now and there were Skid Row tents everywhere. Oh, it's you know, all down yeah, the we're whole road. So headed towards area. that. It is just it's LA disgusting. Coming, Spring forward and hit the road and the new GMC. Spring forward to the country, baby. Get out of this mess. Because we're offering huge deals on everything right now at Nile Maxwell GMC. We're offering you huge savings on every new GMC in stock. So don't wait until the last minute to get the best deals on hundreds of professional-grade GMCs. Come in and get these savings right now. Now, go visit Tom Gammon and his team of professional-grade experts who will take first-class care of you. They believe that delivery of your vehicle is just the beginning of the relationship, not the end. Nile Maxwell, GMC, exit 256 in Round Rock, or online, nilemaxwellgmc.com. See dealer for details. Don't point that gun towards me. We are <laughs> professional-grade. Coming up next, we'll end this whole mess as these guys have... Uh, completely checked out. We'll finish this entire show and see you right back, right here. I have no idea what I'm talking about because there's guns the flying around zone. the room. Dot com. The outdoorzone.com. Yeah. I'm Everstar Pro Ron Sheffield and I fish FLW. You're listening to the Outdoor Zone. Fish on. Up this morning before the sun. Fix me some coffee and a honey bun. All right, welcome back. It's the Outdoor Zone live in the bunkhouse. You can track us 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com. Find us on Facebook. Find us on all your podcast platforms. Now it's time for Dirt Talk. All right, Dirt Talk's brought to you by our friends Jill and Ann at BuyBassDropProperty.com. Their passion for small town and country living makes them uniquely suited for helping you find the perfect place away from the big city. Jill loves getting to know her clients, and Ann, well, she's the business law and paralegal background that assures you all the real estate puzzle pieces fit. Nothing makes them happier than a happy client. BuyBassDropProperty.com and you better together i'll be so, meeting with them this week to go uh, look at a property i love the more, girls they I, haven't, have I haven't told you about more property shocking you're getting more property you're so going to, on dirt okay. talk today I uh, one of the things that we're uh <laughs> that i'm experiencing on dirt is so i've had residential dirt for years a couple acres got uh went from a riding mower which really 
was great for Could a long time. Could even put in reverse on cutting. You'd have to pull it out of cutting to reverse Mode. and then well, and it's, That's so you didn't hurt yourself? And then I, then I switched to a zero turn. Game changer. Game changer. Cut my mowing time and better cut and just love my zero An turn. An eighth of the time to cut your entire yard. Yeah. And, <laughs> and um, so now I just... I realize that none of those options are true farm ranch options. They're not. I mean, maybe a little bit with the zero turn, but you got rocks and stumps and stuff, and they're not going to, they don't like, it's not designed for that. No. And so the only option is a tractor. And now it's like, okay, do I get a 20 horse? Do I get a 30 horse? Do I. Um, I know I want a diesel. Yeah. I want yeah, a you diesel. Have diesel. So and I, I think four-wheel drive. Four-wheel drive is helpful in certain situations. Uh, so I've got one, and I got the uh, model, not a big not a big one. I actually want to upgrade and get a bigger one. Um, so I'm trying to get you to pay over, mm-hmm. over, over value <laughs> over for mine. Over Craigslist price. Yes, absolutely over Craigslist price. <laughs> And, uh, but I, uh, I've got the size, I think it's like a 25 or 24 horse diesel that is just under, it's a bigger size tractor, the size overall, but it's just under the, uh, required size to start running diesel exhaust fluid. Mm. So you don't need the def. So I, you know, I got a little bit of smoke comes out of mine every when I start it. You know, it's good. Yeah, I, and I like one of the things that I've also paid attention to is I started swapping out my uh, weed eater and my chainsaw stuff and really going for, you know, a, a moderate size uh, and a medium grade to I'm buying one last, you know, real, pro, really pro nice level, huh? still chainsaw i'm gonna buy a really not you know my echo weed eater i already bought the bigger one and i mean because you're gonna need it yeah you're gonna need it if you got a piece of dirt you need the right equipment a little bit bigger equipment uh just beefier it just and then maintaining your and it's equipment. not and it doesn't have to be a whole lot more expensive no, i mean it's really not the tractor you're gonna pay more than a ride mower or a zero turn but the uh you know, a chainsaw. You throw in an extra hundred bucks, you get a you get a whole different level chainsaw. Yeah, yeah. you get the once in a lifetime, a forever chainsaw. Yeah, and one of the things that I do that I've done for years, and a, a buddy of mine, Terry Smith, did this, is when I'm done with my chainsaw, or when I'm done with my, if I'm not, if I know I'm not using it every week or whatever, uh, I run all the gas out. I just run you the know, gas out. You know, there's a big controversy between that and just adding stabilizer. I know, but stabilizer, why add stabilizer? You just run the gas out. It's just like you bought it off the shelf. I thought it was interesting. I thought it was really cool. So I hired these two young guys from time to time to do some work uh, for me. And they, you know, will clear some brush or build fence or do do stuff like that. Just two young guys out there, out there near me, just graduated high school. For their graduation gift from high school, one of their dads bought them both. I guess they're like best friends or whatever, you know, always together. Bought them both each a uh, chainsaw for their graduation gift from high school. That's pretty cool. And he's like, here, 
You can use this to make money if you want. Uh, you know, I lo- and they do. I know that. I pay them <laughs> to uh, well, use no, their chainsaw. I, I lo- and and I was out and I was out at the farm and I needed some help and I called Jill and Ann at buybassdropproperty.com. I called Jill and Ann. Yeah. And I said, hey, I need some young backs to help me do some stuff. They showed up. Both their both of them, their husbands showed up and all their kids and helped me work on the farm. What? But they, but if I ever need something, I just call them. And there's young guys out there. I think that's a brilliant, yeah, brilliant gift. Uh, it's just like I bought all my kids, all you, all your brothers, your brothers and sister, brother and sister, bought each of you a single cab pickup truck. Yeah, for your first vehicle. Yep. That was it. I you traded only mine for fit, a bass boat. <laughs> <laughs> you can only get so much in a single wide. A uh, single cab pickup. Oh, you anyway, get plenty in there to get in trouble. I tell you that. Yeah. Hey, uh, do the All best right. you can. Public service announcement. Trust God with the rest. Hey, if you'd like to know how it feels to be in the restaurant business during the Corona pandemic, remember when the Titanic was sinking and the band continued to play? Well, that's us. Oh. And so the idea here is go out, go back to the restaurants. Come on. Help those people. It's a good time. Sure. Raw bar and grill. That's right. Get out there. Sureatx.com. This week's Bible verse, 1 Thessalonians 5.17. Real simple. Pray without ceasing. Live it, love it, learn it. I'm Cody Ryan. Same place, same time next week. Actually, next week I'll be back in Alabama, but I'll be able to do the show live from Alabama, so it'll Uh, be like some weird time or something, I think. Not the show, but me. Happy birthday to Georgia Granny. Yes, happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to Georgia Granny. Happy birthday to you. Man, we're good. All right. Hey, uh, this week, get the kids off the couch, take them for a walk in the park, show them the birds and trees. Heck, take them hunting, take them fishing. We don't care what it is, as long as you give them the great outdoor zone. Uh, and it's your birthday this week, too. Happy birthday. Thank you. You're going to be 52. Again. again. Thank you and very again, much. And again, and again, uh, and again, and again. This week, get the kids off the couch. And, hey, if you want to start a hunting and fishing ministry in your church, please go to kidsoutdoorzone.com. We'll help you with that. You need a speaker at an event. We got them. Go to kidsoutdoorzone.com. We'll walk you through all that stuff. Uh, we're all headed to church here. Find a good Bible-based church in your community somewhere. And uh, guys, get your family. Get over to church. Uh, we love you. Thank you, regulators, for being tuned in. Thank you, Road Rash. You are the man. Thank you very much. God bless. Bye, Mom. Honey, I'm coming home. I love bacon. Come on. Regulators, let's mount up. I shoot him with my old 45 Cause a country boy can survive Country folks can survive Cause you can't stop us out And you can't make us run But with them old boys raised on shotgun We say grace and we say man And you ain't into that We don't give a damn from North California and South Alabama and little towns all around this land We can skin a buck and run a truck line and a country boy can survive Country folks can